Sex with Friends. Welcome, friends. This is Whitney with Sex with Friends podcast. Uh, this week, we are discussing sex rule 303. One night stands are like chess. Only losers desire a rematch. Okay. So we're going to be talking about one night stands, um, the good ones and some bad ones. Um, we have a really good story uh, about a very revenge one night stand uh, that I found quite amazing. And uh, we have a very special guest today. So we have uh, Miss Molly from the podcast, Molly with the most on the line today. How are you? I am well. I'm doing well. Excited to be here and discuss this topic with you. Yes. I'm so happy you came through. I feel like this would be a good one for us to talk about. It. Uh, it's, it's a really good, uh, I feel like a topic that everybody kind of goes through. I, I feel like at least... Somebody said at least one white night stand. You know what I mean? Of course. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, how was your week this week? My week was actually pretty okay. It was steady, you know, work and trying to maintain uh, some type of personal life. But it was okay. It wasn't too heavy. Okay. How about yourself? Uh, my week was good. Uh, mostly just um, I'm in school right now. I'm sure everybody knows that. Um, and... You know, it was it was okay. I've, I've been going on a couple more dates. Um, went on another yes. date. No, it it's it sucks. Okay, <laughs> it sucks. Like real. Like I went on this date, lunch date, because that's kind of the only time I really can go. Went on lunch date with a guy, and it was just it was kind of boring. Now he wants to talk about with scary movies and his kids. He told me he had two, but then during lunch. He said he had four. So, wait, because the math isn't mathing. How did two go to four? How did it increase? Maybe he forgot he told me to, but then, like, he was talking and he was like, Yeah, my sons, you know, they play basketball. One's seven, the other one's 12, da 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 da. Then I had my girls, and I was like, Girls, hold up, you said, <laughs> you know, and I, I got elephant memory, so I remember all that shit. And I was just like, Okay. So I was like, so you have four kids? He was like, yeah. I was like, but you told me you had two. He's like, yeah, I got I got two girls too. And I was like, oh, okay. So you automatically, I can't go out with you no more. Uh-huh. You know, that's a lot of kids. It is like, a lot of what's kids. What's your cutoff number for kids? My cutoff number for kids, re- ideally one, realistically. <laughs> <laughs> ideally. <laughs> Ideally, one is like perfect, like one one baby mama. But realistically, we're gonna say two, um, just because I feel like two kids is okay. But then once you get into that three to like six area, um, Ooh. it's just that's a lot of baby mamas. That's a lot mm-hmm. of child support. 
Mm-hmm. I don't want to be. It's not enough time for you. Exactly. I'm, I'm, listen, yeah. I get it. Uh, you know, single dads they have to take care of their kids, and I might mm-hmm. not be number one, but I don't want to be number seven. You know. <laughs> oh, I understand. I can relate. Like I met a guy who told me he had three kids, and it was just kind of like that's too much, especially for me because I don't have children. Exactly. So it's like. Coming, you know, 33, no kids, then meeting somebody with three kids is a lot. So I, I I can agree with you on that one. Right. I'm in one or two I could work with. Anything three and up is like, uh-uh. And, and my thing also is just like, because like before I had kids, like I wouldn't. No, no, you got kids. We can't do nothing because I mean, we can't go on vacations. I can't ask mm-hmm. you for no money. None of that. So Ideally, you know, one would be great. Um, uh, I've 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 noticed as a thirty-three-year-old dating that like that's kind of not going to happen. Uh, no kids or one kid is going to be kind of slim to none. But I just I don't know. I'm really over dating. Like I'm getting to that point. It's an up and down experience. You know, you meet some people, you really, really like them, and then it kind of like dies off. And then you meet some people and you just don't like them at all. Right. And it's just like, oh, I wish I never met you. <laughs> but I'm, I'm enjoying it for what it is right now. But it, it is tricky because I started to like one and then he started to pull back. And it's kind of like, What's going on here? What's the seesaw going on? Right. You constantly have to train, change the rankings of the niggas in your roster. Yeah. You know, you, look, you are my uh, close friends, IG. <laughs> my, my numbers go up and down. My rankings. It's like the <laughs> stock market. Okay. Like, yes, ma'am. man, I had a, I had somebody that was somebody I'm talking to. They're at a one. They were at a one. Like, mm-hmm. but he's long distance. Uh, we're not even gonna talk about that. That's hard. It is. Hard. It's very hard. And so, like, it just seems like the less and less we kind of like talk, or like the, you know, I don't see him all the time. He just keeps mm-hmm. dropping down, down. And I'm just, I'm trying really hard because he's a good guy. He only got two mm-hmm. kids. You know, I'm trying to work it out, and uh, it's it sucks. It ain't mm-hmm. it ain't no better. Like even on the female side with my little, you know, self. So yeah. <laughs> We'll just get it like that. So uh, <laughs> let's get into this story. So um, I did send you the story, but uh, I'm going to read it for our listeners today. So this is, I found this one and I read it and I was just like, this is kind of fucked up, you know, like <laughs> it's really kind of fucked up. So our story today comes from BuzzFeed. They have a lot of good sex stories. If you guys ever want to find something that's uh, entertaining to talk about sex reddit and uh, buzzfeed are like two of my favorites to read sex stories okay so this story is called the revenge um i was at the club and while dancing this guy came up we were getting intense and he asked if i wanted to go to his apartment we started kissing on the kitchen table and all of a sudden it broke i was so embarrassed and he just said he would buy a new one you know later on so we went to the bed and things were going really nice. And then someone screamed about the broken table. It was his roommate, a.k.a. his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> he just told me to stay in the closet and I stood there hiding. He took me there and broke the table on purpose so she would get jealous about him getting laid with somebody else. First okay. off, <laughs> <laughs> what kind of revenge sex shit is this, okay? But <laughs> I just... 
first off, why do you want to break her table? Tables are expensive. You know what? They really are. They really are expensive. <laughs> but while reading that, I thought it was going to be something totally different. I thought, you know, she was probably going to be like a heavier girl and broke the table and was embarrassed. I was not expecting like his roommate <laughs> to be his ex-girlfriend, First which of- is not all that uncommon these days. What do you mean? You know what? It's not because people stay in leases to yeah. <laughs> because it's too expensive to get out of them. So I understand the whole thing. With like living with your ex, but this is my thing. Why would you bring somebody home and fuck them? You know you stay with your ex, even if this wasn't a revenge thing. Like that's kind of fucked up. It's like, disrespectful. Highly, highly disrespectful. I would have been mad more so about the table than him fucking another bitch because you're an ex for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just being honest. Like. I would be highly upset if you fucked up my table, fucking some bitch on the table. Like we we gonna have a problem. I wouldn't even care about her. I tell her, come on out the closet, boo. Come just bring it on. You know, we ain't you ain't gotta hide. I just want you and him to pay for my table. My thing is, was the table already janky beforehand? Or how heavy were y'all like getting it in or kissing or whatever y'all were doing on the table? Like how much pressure were you all putting on the table? He was jackhammering that shit. He had to do that. <laughs> Like on purpose, because you brought her home for this sole purpose. Yes, exactly. So like for you know what? It might have been on his last leg. They might have been young and in college, and you know, you ain't got that much money. Little thrift store table. But still, that's my table that you fucked and bought some bitch that I don't even know in there. Yeah. And then I think for for like her, what if that was her first one night stand? Like, that's gonna leave like I'm never doing that again. <laughs> Yeah, but you say that to yourself in the moment, but then when the opportunity presents itself again, you know, we kind of think with yeah. other brains <laughs> and not yeah. past brains. It's like, you know what? I'm going to try it again with somebody else. Yeah. yeah. You know, you have, you have those moments. Um, my, my personal, uh, I think one of my best one night stands I had was, um, was back when I lived in New York. Uh, I was walking to my favorite halal restaurant. It was downtown in Manhattan. You know, I went and had me some good shawarmas, you know, a little French fries and all that. And I left my friends because we had met there. So I'm just walking back and looking at my phone, you know, just walking and texting or whatever. And this guy, he, I'm going to be honest, it sounds real bad. I don't even remember what. He went white. But he went black. So we'll, we'll go Middle Eastern. I, I really don't remember what he was. But I remember this experience very well. So we walk mm-hmm. in two blocks. And he ask, he's asking me, like, you know, what's my name? Where are we going? I can't tell you what his name was because I don't remember. But um, we're walking or whatever. And we get to the main road. So he was like, are you going to get a cab? I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to get one. But I'm going uptown. He was like, well, how about we share one? So we get in the cab. I'm thinking that's normal. You share a cab, you stop at one spot, and then, you know, the other person goes where they're going. So the driver's like, so where y'all going? And he looks at me, and he's like, so you going to my place? Then I had a moment. I was like, okay, this could be really good. And like, I don't get killed. But this is really bad. So, I, you know, I was like, okay, fuck it. We, we just go see what happens. So I was like, yeah, we'll go back to your place. So we go back to his place and like he has this immaculate ass like apartment. He, it was my first time seeing one of them little Roomba things running around the apartment. Like it was nice. He had horrible taste in wine. He gave me some wine. It was 
It was trash as fuck, but I drank it. And from there, like, this was my first foot fetish thing, too. He, like, took my shoes off and stopped rubbing my feet and stuck my feet in his mouth, which is, that's not my thing. But, (laughs) But, like, the sex was amazing. Like, him and his little turtleneck, like, it took me there, like uncircumcised and all. Like I'm talking about, I saw moon and stars. Lil Habibi, like he rocked my world. Like I'm talking about, fucked me cross-eyed, okay? And Mm -hmm. he fell asleep and I kind of snuck out. Like I almost tripped over the Roomba and everything. Like, (laughs) (laughs) and I think we exchanged numbers. And if we did, I just didn't. I, I I lost it. I never saw him again. And like, I think that's one of my best experiences with One Night Zen. Like, it was really kind of a very New York single girl kind of thing that just happened. And like, I was like going home and I was just like, I really just fucked a nigga off the street. Like, and it was great. <laughs> you know, it sounds very New Yorkish though. It sounds like it should be on an episode of like some young popping 20 30 something year old black girl tv show based in new york like a sex in the city but with black women (laughs) that's what it sounds like i'm gonna have to think about writing that but yeah like it was you know it was it was very totally random and it wasn't my first but like it was my first like successful okay we don't need no names i really don't want your phone number but we had a really good time. I'll give you a Yelp review and we'll keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> Would recommend five stars. Yes, five stars. When I tell you, like he pulled that turtleneck out and it was huge. I was like, okay. Like, you know, it was. So, was this your first experience? One, with another race and two, with an uncircumcised penis? <sighs> mm, not with another race. Um. No, I welcome them all. I'm getting a little allergic to the white meat. Like I, I, I had I had one night stand with a white man, but it was we not gonna talk about it. It was it was really bad. Like he ate cooch horribly, and then he pulled his dick out, and it was like pink as a crayon, and I just couldn't do it. Um, oh, it was it was that's not, my fear. What that's pink dick? I've never crossed over. Yeah, I've never been with another race. So that's one of my fears. It's like, you know, just looking at it and it's just not giving what it's supposed to give. <laughs> it looks like an uncooked hot dog. Like okay, one of the pink see, ones. It's not gonna make me want to do it. <laughs> but <laughs> it, uh, but um other races, yes, I have, even with being with women. Um I've dated other races. I will say my favorites. I like Hispanic men. Hella controlling, but very passionate, very like look you into your eyes and deep stroke you type of shit. I can see it. And then don't let a motherfucker start speaking Espanola in your ear, okay? (laughs) (laughs) You like, yes, Bobby, yes. Like, (laughs) (laughs) so, you know. sensual and seductive, so I can totally see that. And then like. Very dominant. Like for me personally, I, 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 when, when I date guys, I like that. I like a guy who's dominant because if I wanted a submissive man, I just talked to a woman, but like they're very dominant mm. and very, this is my dick. You're going to take it like type shit. So, yeah. <laughs> so, you yeah. know, um, I'm, I've been with Arabs. Um, they're cool. Um, their dick size are hit or miss. Um, 
I'm a size queen, so I just. <laughs> so do you believe that there is too big, Ben? Hell yeah, there's too big. You're not gonna stretch my shit out the fuck, no. <laughs> like there, there is a thing of too big. Like I, I think. Uh uh-uh, uh, no, no, I, I, especially like in the sense of like anal too. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Uh-uh. I can't, I can't do too mm-hmm. big. Like you can't mandingo me. I want like six, maybe seven. Depending. See, that's what I be trying to tell people. You need something like a good, decent size between like six and seven and a half. Good girth on it, you know. And the person needs to know what they're doing because a man can have a somewhat smaller penis but still know how to rock that ocean like right. that boat from that ocean listen but I, then, yeah I, I i totally agree yeah so that's why i asked that because that was just a talk on twitter within the last couple of days about size and it's just like as long as you know what you're doing and you have some you know some length and some girth to you then hey we can you know make it do, do you know and you know what's so funny is that like some of the one night stands I've had, I really wish I would have kept in contact because, like, mm-hmm. I ran into some really perfect sized penises that work. <laughs> they know how to work it, but then you lose contact and you're like, damn. You just, you know, kind of like the story I just told you. Like, if I would have kept in contact, you know, Dakota could have been Arab and black by now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I have never, like I said, been with another race, but I can say that my best one night stand and this is so crazy how it happened so it's kind of hoish but you know that's me so I was liking a guy in college but this was after college probably about a year or two after I graduated we would still hang out we were friends I liked him but I could not get a sense of what we were doing as far as like do you like me too are we talking are we just hanging out are we friends or whatever it is like I could never really get a sense of it so um, one day he had a cookout and his cousin from out of town had came into town. So he introduced us. Everything was fine. Didn't think much of it. Was over there having a good time. And then I was like, OK, you know, I'm going to leave. That was it. Went home. I got a text a little later from a number that I didn't know. And then a person wind up calling and he was like, yeah, this is so-and-so's cousin from earlier at the cookout. And I was like, hey, you know, what's going on? And he was like, I'm just trying to see what you own tonight. And I'm just like, hmm, I mean, what you trying to be on? Like, what's up? Long story short, so I didn't let the, the cousin come over and he was in like the army or something or whatever. Oh, no. But he came over and you know, we got straight to business and he was an attractive, dark skin, like nice built man. And I just love like mm. chocolate smooth skin. And it's just like, yes, <laughs> he came over. And when I say I had never had army dick and that army dick took my soul. And I was just like, whoa, like, like flip me over, ran mouths, flip me back over, ran more mouths. <laughs> it was just like. Ooh, trying to, you know, catch my breath like that SpongeBob meme. Like, ooh, okay, wait a minute. Now you see why these bitches be getting married after one week of me now. Yes! <laughs> like, who's ready to work? When are you going overseas? Where are you going to be stationed? I'm moving there. Like, we're going to continue this. But sure enough, I never talked to him after that night. I, I thought this was going to be like our little secret. Like, you know, the guy friend that I had wasn't going to find out. But 
you know, guys, he went back and told the cousin, <gasps> the friend. So niggas know the that pillow talking. Pillow talking. It was just like, I never want to see you again. You're never want to see me again. Why did you feel the need to go back and tell him that you hit? So that caused a rift in me and this guy's, of course, friendship at the time. But I never saw the cousin after that. It was never like any uh, following on social media. We never talked again. And to be honest with you, sometimes I forget that I even had sex with him until like my friend reminds me. And I'm like, oh, I did. But it was good. It was great. It's just that, you know, you forget things over yeah, time. Yeah, you, you do. And you definitely forget the ones that suck. But that, but yes, army dick is the devil. Okay. Um, I hadn't. I somebody should have warned me because when I say like I burned some calories that night. <laughs> <laughs> I burned calories. Yeah, I did. Somebody should have warned me. I had never messed with anybody like army, military, navy, none, nothing. Mm-mm. That was the first time, and yeah, he had some stamina, honey. Mm-mm. So. Like was he nasty? Like was it like you know sweat he wasn't like ass snap slapping just nasty? Or- <laughs> he wasn't even extremely like nasty as far as like because I'm like a good ass eater or whatever. So he wasn't like an ass eater, yes. but he <laughs> he did. You know he he ate the pussy. You know flipped me over different positions. I think it was more so what caught my attention was the stamina of him like it was it wasn't any breaks it wasn't any like let me catch my breath it was like bam 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 flip over bam 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 next position bam 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 and it was just like he he was coming with it the stamina so you know but I was fucking fucking and it was just like whoo this is like some porn like low-key when I had that type of stamina but yeah, he wasn't like nasty, nasty though. But I do like a good sloppy, nasty man. You know what? And and a lot of how my my podcast—I mean, not my podcast, Lord—how a lot of my my one night stands. I feel like those are what, the things like where I want to try the really nasty stuff. Like the first mm-hmm. time I got my ass ate was like on a one night stand, and I was like, oh, okay, we like that. Like you know, like a free trial subscription to some shit, and you know, do it with somebody you ain't gonna never see again. I was just going to say, because there's no judgment. Exactly. It's a judgment-free zone, like Planet Fitness. <laughs> it's a judgment-free zone. Because they usually have, like, kinks and things that they kind of want to try and get into. So it's just like, I'm not going to judge you. You're not going to judge me. Like, let's see how this goes. This bitch said, like, Planet Fitness is a no judge. I'm sorry. judgment-free zone. Like, hey, let's get this little $10 a month down. <laughs> like, let's go. <laughs> listen but i mean but yeah the no judgment i think that's what makes it comfortable is that like okay i can do some outlandish ass shit and like i don't never have to see this nigga ever again so you know i'm a i'm gonna do some other shit like i know one time um i figured out i liked my face licked don't judge it till you try okay um like Nigga just going to pound town and that nigga licked my face and I was just like, wait a minute. Okay. I like this. <laughs> we got to implement this into the routine some kind of way. Or, um, only thing I can say I haven't tried, like, uh, I tried some BDSM on a one night stand. Um, okay. that was interesting. I was a little scared because I was a little strapped up and tied up and I didn't know if he was going to kill me. But, you know, we just kind of went with it and I was safe. You know, my friends knew where I were and mm-hmm. we just kind of went with it. But, like, I, I 
I that's the thing about one night stands that I do like is that like, you know, we can have a really good time. And I don't have to worry about the aftermath or what if you didn't get yours. Cause I mean, me personally, I'm gonna always get mine or it don't count. Okay. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. I can agree. She agrees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I am a strong believer in if I didn't come, it don't count. I'm going to oh, keep saying that. No, nah, look, sometimes I can come and it still don't count. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, yeah, I'm still not writing his name down. Yeah, it wasn't good enough. Like, it wasn't the come of what I needed. But right. yeah. They like, earth shattering like nut yes yeah. I, I completely get that and i feel like one night stand should be fun and it shouldn't be something that because i feel like people they kind of look down on it and but i feel like those are your opportunities to like i said try new things or shit if you just want to fuck and not have to worry about texting the motherfucker the next day or mm-hmm. keeping up with them because you know the sexual chemistry might be there and but i don't like you I've hate fucked a lot of people. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, I've definitely had sex with people that it's just like, I really don't like you. So this is like a one time type of thing. And yeah, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't work. But I I feel like some people, of course, are going to judge um, one night stands. And that's fine. It's not for you. But if it's something that you're wanting to do, something that you're willing to try, you know, I say go for it. But also protect yourself in whatever you're doing, whoever it's with. Like protect yourself as in condoms and also like sharing your location, Mm -hmm. of course, with your friends or with somebody that you trust. Because, you know, we live in a fucked up society. So things could be a little tricky and scary and stuff like that but you know things happen so even if you've had a one night stand and you felt like you know some type of judgment towards yourself after don't it, it's a hmm. lot of us and I've had a lot of one night stands so no judgment for me <laughs> I mean and and let, let's just say they're not always gonna be good okay like not at all. Ooh, it's been some where you like walk out the door and you be like damn why the fuck did I that was a waste just mm-hmm. disappointed, like especially when they they got the equipment and don't know how to use it. I remember one time I had this one night stand with this girl, and she, it was just it was it was like she was licking, it was like she was licking a lollipop, like no suction on the clit, no finger, anything. She was just. She was looking at my coochie like a okay. cat. It was just, it was, it was like just sandpaper tongue type shit on the coochie. Like it was so bad. And she kept saying, not C L I T, but she kept saying click C L I T K. That is the biggest turnoff. Like it's not a click. This is not a remote. Okay. It's clicked. <laughs> and like she kept saying that. And she was like, I'm going to lick on this click. And I'm like, Shut the fuck up. Just don't do it. It makes it even more awkward. Like, don't dirty talk if you can't. Like, no. But I wonder with her, like, I wonder was she experimenting, like trying something new? No, she wasn't trying something new. She was this stud ass bitch who, like, in in my, you know, uh uh, uh in, in my previous lesbian years, like I didn't really date studs, but I would fuck them. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to date you, but I have sex with you. But like, 
it was a common thing. I don't know what it was, but like some hood ass studs that I would like, you know, go down that road with. They always said click. And I didn't understand. It's like, what what in God's name would make you say click? Or like, I remember this one time this girl, she was strapping me. And she was like, you love this dick. You love my dick. And I kind of interrupted her. And I was like, um, actually, this isn't yours. It's plastic. You know, I'm. <laughs> it was just. Well, like, you're a sarcastic asshole even doing sex. Hell yes. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a sarcastic asshole all the time. The fuck? <laughs> all the time. Like, I, listen, I will, I will say this. I am the one who, if you are not doing the job, I'm going to let you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I had a guy. Gave him a chance because his dick was little, you know. I was trying mm-hmm. to, you know, do one for the team. <laughs> and, like, he was between my asshole cheeks and not in my coochie. And I didn't know if he was, you know how, like, a nigga, like, slap his dick on your coochie and be like, ooh, yeah. You know, to get you started. So I thought that's what he was doing. But he thought he was really fucking me. He was like, oh, this dick in there deep. This dick in there deep. And I politely tapped him on his bald head. I said, um. You're not even in there, sir. So, like, I'm not that person. Like, yeah, I, I am someone, when it comes to sex, whether one night stand, somebody I'm fucking all the time, I'm going to let you know if you're not doing it right. Um, See, I, and I would want that from somebody else to tell I'm, me. I'm such the opposite. And you would think because of my personality that I would be like, okay, hold on, you're not doing it right or something like that. I'm such an ego stroker. It's so sad during sex. I would stroke somebody's ego and the shit could be horrible. Because so I had another one I seen and a guy. Um, okay. So I had been wanting to fuck this guy for years. Like he was just so fine to me. He was tall, like a basketball player. Like he played overseas and stuff for a while. So I had been wanting to fuck him for a very long time. We got to the um to that point where it's like, okay, we're about to fuck. So cool. We smoke, we drink. So now I'm high. And it makes it even more weird. And I'm going to tell you what happened. So we're, you know, I go down on him. Everything's good. And I'm just like, all right. So he like, come up. I come up. He told me to lay down. He gets on top of me and he inserts his dick. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. So he's stroking and stroking. It's feeling good. But he takes it out and he slaps it on my clip. But then he continues to slap it. Like, oh. Okay, you know, dudes do that sometimes. But then but he goes why, back. Can I just ask real quick, why do they do that? Mm-hmm. Who told who came together and told the men congregation, slap your dick on a clip. She might like it. Like <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Cause what is that supposed to do? It doesn't do anything for me. I'm just really ready for you to insert it again. Like, yeah. But that's what made it even awkwarder is because he continuously did that the entire time. He would go in for probably about five or ten pumps and he would come out and slap it about five to eight times. Go in, pump, 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 and then do the same thing. And it was just like, I'm laying there because I'm drunk and high. And I'm just like, okay, this is really fucking weird. Like, does he think he's in? Does he know what he's doing? Because at one point he was just rubbing it against like my lips it wasn't even on the inside but he's thrusting so i'm like does he think he's in like you know sometimes you have to take your hand and kind of guide them so i took it grabbed the dick and put it in and you know he thrust it a couple more times but then he pulled it back out i was like okay i'm too high for this shit because this is weird this is some space you know some galactic shit that uh, in the future that i'm not used to 
So the whole time I'm just sitting there like, yeah, this not going to happen again. And I kid you <laughs> not, the moment he left, I called my friend. And this is so ghetto of me. I called my friend and I'm laying in the bed eating Cheetos. And I was like, girl, that shit ain't going to happen again. And I'm telling her the story and she is cracking up. And I'm just smacking in her ear like, I should call somebody else to come finish the job because he didn't do it. As you should have, okay? <laughs> if, that nigga did, like, if, if that nigga did not finish the job and you don't feel like you were sexually satisfied, go through that Rolodex and niggas, okay, good dick right here. Hey, yeah. I need you to get him like five, ten minutes. Yeah, I'm already I, wet I and ready to go. Just come finish. <laughs> For real. <laughs> but I, you know, I just had myself I took a shower and I went to sleep but it was just the weirdest thing and then he would hit me up afterwards you know for like a round two and stuff like that and I just had to tell him like I said I am such a pleaser and ego stroker when it comes to shit like that but I just had to tell him I was like hey it was like really weird for me and he was like well what do you mean weird and I told him and his um answer to that or rebuttal was that he did not want to nut so him taking his penis out and slapping it was kind of like him trying to um, extend his time in his performance. That is the stupidest shit I've ever heard. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he was like, okay, but yeah, I was just like, no, you know, I don't want to do it again. I'm sorry. Like it was, no. Mr. Producer, man, I, I just have to ask, <laughs> why do y'all slap the dick on the, on the clit? Does it work? <laughs> Said, what did he say? He said because it probably worked before with somebody. <laughs> and I'm probably that somebody. I'm probably that somebody that stroked their ego and moaned doing that. And now they think it works because I'm such a like, oh, yeah, daddy. Yeah, baby. Uh-huh. Type of person. And it does nothing for me. You have to tell us sometimes. what. That's why you have that's why sometimes I know one night stands you don't do that, but sometimes you have to have conversations with us to know we're dumb. We I mean, yeah, y'all are dumb. I'll, I'll agree with that. Yeah, but we're stupid because y'all don't say shit. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Molly, you should have said some shit. Tell him so he can stop doing it. I'm gonna give this this just brief announcement to everybody. Like, if you don't, if you want to like like hit the dick, I mean, hit the clit, just like. Me personally, I like a nice little slap on the coochie, okay? And then you just stick it in. Do that. Don't hit your dick on the clip and or the coochie just itself. It don't do nothing. That's just you making noises. Like, this is not a drum pad for you to ba-da-ba-bow on my coochie with your dick. <laughs> like, <laughs> anyway. Um, But, yes, so um, that's, you know, I, I, I'm so sorry. My, you should have told him to stop. I'm just... But I'm learning. I'm learning to stop ego stroking men doing sex. You tell them like yes and no, or this works, this doesn't work, or this is awkward. Because I, like I said, I'm just an ego stroker. I literally was having sex with a guy off and on for ten years, and he never once made me nut. He never once lasted probably any longer than ten minutes. And I was just so like infatuated with him and I liked him as a person. Girl, I would suffer through that weak ass dick just because I liked him. And I just had to learn like quit stroking people's egos if you're not getting pleased as well. Yes, I I completely and utterly agree with that. Um, But, you know, slapping it, that's that's a pig peeve. Yeah, and please, Molly, speak up. You know, if not, <laughs> if not for yourself, 
for the next bitch after you. I'm just saying, speak up. Yeah, I mean, one night stands, regular partners, you know, just say something. I want everybody to have a good time when they have sex, okay? And I feel like that's yeah. the only the I feel like the only way that you can do that is by communicating, you know? So uh next we're going to roll into our sex tip. So my sex tip today for one night stands is you know, communication. That's my biggest thing. Um, let your partner know like what you like. This person don't know you from Tom, Dick, or Harry. He's sticking it somewhere and you don't like that. Hey, move it this way, move it that way. Um, another one of my sex tips is safety first. Okay. Um, when it comes to one night stands, yes, they are so much fun. Um, you can have a really good time or a shitty time where somebody hits your clit with their dick the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, make sure you share your location. Make sure you are using contraceptives. If y'all didn't use a condom and he nut in you, tell that nigga, get you $50 so you can go get a plan B. Okay. You don't want no one night stand kid. No, no, no. He needs to give her 75, 50 for the pill and 25 for a meal because she can't take it on an empty stomach. See, I like the way I like the way you think. So, yes, I need that seventy five dollars so that I can give me something to eat with the plan B. Um, Also, you know, just make sure that you are reading the room, judging and make sure you don't want to ever put yourself in a bad situation with you know, for a night full of fun. Um, that is my biggest thing I want to stress is to make sure you are safe in all aspects. You know, um, I went into some situations where I went with a guy and at first I felt really comfortable. And then, you know, me and my friends, we have a code word when we need to get out of a situation. We send a text, they know to call. Let me answer my phone, da, 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 da. So make sure you're always safe. Also have fun and no guilt with it, you know. Um, one night stands are for everybody. Everybody can have a little fun, you know. A little tickle under the skirt, it's, it's okay. You don't have to know them. I mean, it, it it helps. Uh, Molly, what what do you do as far as safety things for you to um to to make sure you're safe if you're out with someone new or you're maybe taking it to the next level with someone new or one night stand. I definitely, definitely, definitely have um, a good set of like friends that I send things to. So I typically call them beforehand to see who's actually going to be free and available. Because my biggest thing is I don't want the person who has plans and will be busy and won't be by their phone to, you know, be the person checking on me. So I'll find a friend who probably isn't doing anything, just chilling at home or something like that. And that's the friend for, you know, that night that I'll be like, Hey, this is my location. This is where I'm going. And this is the person. So if it's a guy that, you know, I've met like on a dating site, I'll go ahead and send a picture to my friend, like the dating profile and whatever information I have about him, send it to the friend so they could know. And um, one of my friends put me on this GP, this Google GPS thing where I could basically share my location through um, my Google because I don't have an iPhone like how you all could pin or share your location. Mm-hmm. So we do it through Google and it, you know, pinpoints basically um, the same way that, you know, any other um, iPhone or whatever does. But yeah, so I send that to her. But if it's somebody as though like I'm out and I meet somebody, I'll send a quick text like, hey, met this person at the bar. We are going to a second location together. This is that, you know, this is his information of what I have. 
But um, definitely let somebody know, somebody that will, you know, periodically text you or even to somebody that's going to call and just be like, hey, you know, you good. Because even with the phone call, it could be like a just checking on you and it could be a segue out if you are feeling uncomfortable or if you're just ready to go because you're not feeling him. It could be, oh, yeah, girl. Oh, you need me to come now? Okay, give me about 10 minutes. So definitely have somebody who's going to check on you. And just my biggest thing is, we have a sixth sense. So if you're 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 not feeling it or something's feeling awkward or feeling off, don't go. Leave or right. whatever it is, because your body knows, you know, if something feels uncomfortable, if you feel like a boundary has been crossed or you just feeling iffy about it, go with your first, you know, good, like your first thought. It's just like, yeah, I'm going to back off this one, like, type of thing um because you never like you said you never want to be in a situation or put yourself in a situation where you're feeling uncomfortable and i've done that before too um being you know around a guy and i'm just like yeah this ain't this ain't it and i'll leave like yeah hey, yeah definitely. i gotta go and i so I, I think those go ahead i'm sorry go ahead oh, oh no 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 and I'm, i just think those are mine and then don't get too drunk because you know sometimes with me i be getting too drunk <laughs> so kind of like pace yourself with the drinking because I'm, I'm a fast drinker and it'd be like oh shit do as i say and not as i do okay <laughs> <laughs> because like yes and 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 that is something that you you have to watch too if you can help it because sometimes when mm-hmm. i stand they happen because you're inebriated. I mean, let's just yeah, be honest. Bro. But try to take as many safety precautions as possible. And and like I said, lastly, have fun. Experiment. Try new things. Don't break no tables or no shit like that. But, you know, <laughs> try new things and see what you like. This is, this is, like we said, this is your free trial of some sex shit that you ain't never mm-hmm. tried before. And and don't have no shame in your game. I, I'm one person who I feel like when it comes to sex that you should be able to live that freely. And I feel like one night stands are a way for you to do that. And, you know, safety first, have fun, you know, make sure you pee after having sex. A lot of people forget to do that. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Pack a whole bag. Pack, Pack a whole bag, a whole bag and keep bag. it. Yes, that's a good yeah. sex tip. And have that bitch in the back of your trunk. Uh, there is nothing yeah. worse than the, the walk of shame. And you got to go yeah. get your plan B with your club dress on, mascara running. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm telling yeah, about this. You have a whole bag, you know, have, you know, change of clothes, change of underwear, soap, <laughs> you know, towel, toothbrush, all of it. Like, don't be embarrassed. Be clean. I will say, I did not start having a whole bag until I got, like, into my 30s. <laughs> yeah, sure. because like the amount of times i've had to like go home like with just clothes just ruined (laughs) like not a toothbrush in my mouth especially when i was living in new york yeah it's like one time i know like i had my dress on still and while i was performing fellatio so it was a lot of shit on my shirt and i had to get on the subway (laughs) and i had to ride 45 minutes I didn't have no jacket or nothing to cover my shirt up. And I'm just and like I flipped it over on the other side. You can still see it. And I'm just like, oh, this is embarrassing. <laughs> so a whole bag, I will say, is very necessity. Keep that shit in your trunk. Take it with you. Um, but yes. So Molly, thank you so much for coming. We have to do this again. I know. Thank you for having me. I definitely enjoyed this. And I want to say congratulations to you on your podcast. I'm so happy and so proud of you. 
Oh, thank you. So uh, let the people know where they can find you and, and listen to your awesome podcast. I love her podcast, guys. <laughs> okay. So again, my name is Molly and my podcast is Molly with the most because I be doing the most sometimes with my little fucked up life. And you can follow me on Instagram at Molly with the most. And you can also follow me on Twitter at Molly W underscore the most. I'm always um, available to interact. I love interacting. So send me a message, write on a page, profile at me, whatever. But yes, Molly with the most. And it's on all streaming platform. Okay. What day does your podcast come out on? Usually on Fridays, but I'm going to let y'all know I'm very inconsistent with my things. So you get it when you get it. (laughs) Okay. You, you a working black woman out here trying to make it happen. They'll get it when they get it. Okay. Trying to do a lot and also balance mental health and anxiety. So yes, (laughs) ma'am. Yes. Okay, folks. Well, uh, this will wrap up sex with friends this week. Uh, thank y'all so much for joining me. This was such one of the topics I really did want to talk about. Um, so, uh, yeah, um, please send me emails. We are trying to get our listener portion of the short show started. So like, if you have any stories, you know, if you have some one night stand stories you want to share, uh, some freaky kinky things that you have questions about, I want to answer them. I want to be all up in your little sexy business. Okay. This is a safe space. I want you to know that you can come and talk to me any about anything. Um, if you guys want to submit anything, please email me at sexwithfriendspod at gmail.com. I am on Instagram with same handle, sexwithfriendspod on Instagram. Uh, come talk to me and let's listen to some of your stories. Again, Molly, thank you so much for coming. Y'all have a great day and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye.